Hey there, people of the interwebs. It's me, Brandon Noel. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for, for tuning in, downloading, and checking out this week's episode of the Bookies Podcast. Um, this week we'll be reading Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, uh, written, of course, by uh, J.K. Rowling. Now, I, I do have to, uh, you know, pramp, or I got to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, current stuff, what's going on. Um, uh, this episode was recorded um, uh, months ago, uh, before J.K. Rowling's current um you know, transphobia, uh, situation, um, you know, where it appears she's, uh, not necessarily down with, with trans people. And that's, that's sad. And, and, and you would think somebody who, who would write the Harry Potter books would be more inclusive. Um, but we don't talk about that in this episode because it was, um, recorded a while ago. So I just want to bring up that, and that's why we don't talk about it. Um, other than that, uh, thank you for downloading the episode. Um, if you'd like to support us and what we do here, um, you know, please go to patreon.com slash destinycomics. We could use all the support we can get. Like, subscribe, comment. Love to, lo- you know, I'll read comments. Uh, if, when, whenever somebody post comments i got no problem i'd love to to read the comments uh on the back of next episodes um but you know thank you uh love you guys uh you know and uh thank you for for being a uh, a individual with distinguished tastes so without further ado uh harry potter and the chamber of secrets Next Generation. I had a huge crush on Will Wheaton as a kid. Wesley Crusher was a cutie cutie. You were Wesley Crusher? I was. Oh, I totally was. I was like eight, okay? Don't judge me. Were you on the bowling team? <laughs> so I had, I had a huge crush on Wesley. In fact, I used that in college. We did a like a mixed show review and we tied it loosely together with a plain storyline but it was movie, like songs from different musicals and one of the girls did On My Own from Les Mis and we did a big picture of Will Wheaton <laughs> she's singing to the picture and <laughs> yeah because I was in charge of props and set and stuff for that it was the way the student put together show yeah. it was great because I was like you know she's singing On My Own to, we're pretending he's beside me all that to a picture of Will Wheaton <laughs> I forget if we had him in his Wesley Crusher uniform or not I don't remember now but but um, yes, it was. It was. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I I grew up on the same next gen, but to me, I always thought like because I was a little bit younger, it was so boring. Because you were a little kid. I used to hate Star Trek. It would come on, and my uncles would put it on because they love Trek, mm-hmm. and I'd just be like, "Oh God, it's nap time." Like <laughs> the original? No, I'm talking next gen. I love the next generation. I don't. I don't like it. I, even now, I just I can't get into it. I tried as an adult. the original right now. The original's fun. That at least has some, some character, and you get to see William Shatner without a shirt on occasionally. But Are you yeah. sure he's great? <laughs> I was wondering the same exact thing. I was thinking, man, I really don't know. <laughs> you know but, like, but next gen. I think he's carried granting it. <laughs> like trying to pass off as straight because he doesn't be judged, but. You know. Um. But We're not going to judge you. I, I, love you. I love you. 
But I'm gonna have to ask for a divorce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for your own sake. I can. Uh, hey, hey, sexy, sexy recognizes sexy. Um, the Kirk shaves. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, but I'm just saying, I never liked. Or waxes. Yeah, well, see, my favorite captain is not Kirk. It's Picard. Picard. Captain Picard. Absolutely. See, I just did a because uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'd do have these. To say these my favorite captain would be. Uh, Actually, I also really like Janeway too. I'll be honest, I like Janeway. Janeway, but I'm a woman, so yeah, yeah. I was like Janeway. She was which one? She was after Next Gen, but which one was Voyager? It? Right? Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. Voyager. That, uh, she that took place in Major Cisco. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Cisco was yeah, nice. Cisco was. Although Deep Space Nine got a little weird towards the. Yeah. They all got weird towards the end of the day. They're running out of material. Yeah. But I just did a, a bookmark. I'm trying these new bookmarks for conventions. Mm-hmm. One side I did a painting of William Shatner. His shirt's ripped off. His knuckles are bloody. His chest bleeding. He's got a bruised eye. He's smiling eye to eye. Like, it's game time. Blood's coming mm-hmm. out of his lips. How can he have a bruised eye? That takes days for a bruise to form. It was, it was Artistic a, license. Artistic license. And there was a bruise in the reference photo I looked at. So on the other side is Picard just sipping a, a thing of tea. Like, like that's how I see and the tea. He should have a big phaser on his table. No, I just got the, the teapot. So that we so. go like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never saw Picard as a tough guy. I never did. He beat up Nosticans and that's how he got his artificial heart. Uh, the, uh, the Q episode. I'm going to say something that might... <laughs> put me in the minority here. I've seen like two episodes of any Star Trek. <laughs> it's okay. No, you I don't like Star Trek either. You shouldn't be ashamed of yourself. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. But at the same time, it's like I don't play favorites for Star Trek. or Star- I did see all the Star Wars movies, but... You can't. You can't. Can. Say that you can't compare them. They're I can't computer. compare them, and also I've only ever seen like the only thing they have in common is stars. They take place. In I've the only seen. Yeah. The, well, I was gonna say you can't compare them. I know that much, and also I've only seen every movie once. I've only seen episode four twice. So it's and not like it's not like I have seen any of the new movies, the new Star Trek movies. I have seen the new Star Trek movies. But I, I've just never seen any of the any of the shows really. I mean, I saw two episodes of the original series. I'm a big fan of the. New but ones, I've seen the new Star Trek. But I haven't seen any of the original Star Trek movies either. So mm-hmm. I've seen all those too. Yeah. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into this. Um, okay, just a second. Yeah. The scene in the second one where it's the flip of him and Spock. I mean, I cried in the first one, but I cried in that one too. I was just like, I love that shut up. I cry in a lot of things. Don't even. That's but it was beautiful. It was, beautiful. It, was, it was a switch. It was a flip. Of, you know, uh, the first time around, it was Spock that was dying, and then the second time around, it's Kirk that's dying, and and it was just, it was beautiful. I thought it was really well done. I liked the juxtaposition. Okay, sorry, we can move on now. That's fine. Um, all right, so we are the bookies. I am Brandon Noel. Wayne Abraham. David McFarland, Justin Stallard, Bonnie Stallard, Maylene Noel. And we are the bookies. This month we are reading J.K. Rowling's uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the second novel in the Harry Potter series. Um, Lewis recommended this, uh, put it in the 
you know. Mm-hmm. He said Lewis rather angrily, like Lewis. Lewis. Well, Lewis isn't here. Lewis Lopez, who is not here today. Yeah. Um, because of work. He had a, he has a legitimate excuse. New job. New job. Um, I still want to take him a day off. Uh, you can't take a day off once your first day on. <laughs> um, so, uh, Maylene, you're big Potterhead. Yes. You are the Potterhead. You're a Potterhead. Uh, uh, Potter. <laughs> Potterhead. Tell us about the Chamber Potter secret. The Chamber Potter secret. Yes. So, you want to uh, give a quick plot synopsis? Well, um, in this installment, second year, Harry's second year at Hogwarts, he uh, discovers that there is this room, this chamber, that may or may not exist. They don't know at first, because a lot of people just find it, like, think of it as legend, called the Chamber of Secrets, which was, in this legend... Um, created by one of the founding members of the school, uh, Salazar Slytherin, and um, at kind of the same time that he's learning about the Chamber of Secrets, all these attacks are happening on various residents of the castle. Um, various people are being attacked and petrified, which means they're not dead, but they're frozen, as it were. And um, so he and the crew are basically just trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> you know, why are these attacks happening? What monster lies in the Chamber of Secrets if it does exist? Good times. So I, you didn't recommend it, so I can't ask you why you recommended it, but you are a big Potterhead. You recommended the first one. I yeah. did. I recommended the first one. So what, why, what, why is Harry Potter so important to you? Like, why is this your, your jam? Well... For me, at least, I know it's different for everyone who's read the book, you know, reasons why you like the book, whatever. But I happened to hit the series at the right time. Because I read the first book when I was, like, 12. So I was just at that, you know, right age to be really kind of growing up with Harry, as it were. And um, I, I did have friends in middle school, but not like, you know, it was more like middle school friends, like, you know, they weren't like what you know the more people that you tend to lose touch with not people that you necessarily know for the rest of your life and Harry Potter was really kind of my thing that helped me you know enjoy the fact that I was socially awkward (laughs) you know for the awkward years of junior high which is awkward for everyone yes exactly so you know it it, it was my thing because it was really I know it's not sound cheesy but it really got me through a lot of stuff in my life as it were Without going into too much detail about why I love it, because I could go for an hour into why I love Harry Potter, but <laughs> I don't want to bore everybody. <laughs> well, um, all right, let's uh, jump into uh, our favorite scenes, favorite characters, what we like most about the book. Really? Okay, well, <laughs> my favorite. Front and back. Oh, Dave, Dave's, Dave's got, got no, notes. no cards. No cards. <laughs> Very large note cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite. Well, first of all, I'm just going to say my favorite character in book two is Dobby. I love how he's just... I mean, I've said before my favorite character overall is McGonagall, but in book two, I'd have to say Dobby just because it's like, oh my goodness, I just feel so bad for him through so much of it. Like, just how he constantly beats himself up and everything to the point where you're like, I want to give you a hug. Even though you're a fictional character, I want to give you a hug. 
And so you're all right there with Hermione in later books. With the yeah, I'm right there with SPW. Yeah, right there. Not <laughs> But I also love Lockhart. Just kind of, he's such an idiot to the point where you're like, oh my gosh. Oh, I just want to see what you do next. Like, because you're going to do something, you're going to say something stupid, you're going to do something stupid. You just can't help he yourself. Is so full of himself. You just can't help yourself. You cannot admit nothing but himself. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't admit that maybe you don't know something. <laughs> you. Every time something happens, you're just like, I knew that would happen. And you're like, oh, my goodness. I just If you were a real teacher, I'd follow you around just to see what kind of moronic things you do next. Like, because, you know, yeah. Like, he's just an idiot. But like, Are you sure you wouldn't follow around because he's so handsome? Oh, heck no. Oh. <laughs> no, not even. He would. <laughs> Brandon might, yeah. But he recognizes sexy. <laughs> But no, not not because he's handsome, because he's a moron. He is a moron. Some people you you can't help but watch because it's like a car accident. You can't help but look. <laughs> like you gotta see what happens next. <laughs> um, I think my favorite scene because there are quite a few things I like about this book, but I'm gonna try to limit myself to just so everyone has a chance to you know say stuff. Um, I I love. The scene in the bookshop at the beginning when they're trying to get the books for you know the class and Lockhart's just like enjoying eating up the attention and he's like oh Harry you and I together read the front page yeah I'll take pictures and Harry's just like what like what you and I together like this one from a a, a page twelve story to a first page. Right. Like Lockhart's loving it. And the whole time Harry's just like, "Who are you? Like, why do you want my picture so bad? You know, like just Harry just doesn't even know how to react. Like, um, like yeah, I just like I said, I, I love it. Lockhart's such an idiot, but um, I also I just loved. Things like a lot of the things that are foreshadowing future things, like all the things that you start picking up, like oh my gosh, that's coming back. Oh my gosh, I know. Having mm-hmm. read the series, I mean, if you don't have read the series, of course you don't know that these little things are going to come back later. But like just seeing some of the little things that you know are like, oh, like when they he mentions the vanishing cabinet, yeah, it's like oh, that comes back in book six. Oh my goodness, you know that kind well, of both of them were mentioned in the book. What? Yeah, the one that Peeves smashed. Yeah, yeah. at school, and the one that he hides in for a yeah. swap. And you're like, oh, that's so comfortable. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you didn't close the door all the way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that could have been. Wow, well, we have no idea, but we do, because we've read other books. But you've seen the movies. I don't remember them. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But yeah, just we spoil things on this podcast, Dave. That's part of the deal. Got over it. Just a lot of stuff that you know. You um, you, you don't realize until you're going through it again, like how early she set some of the stuff up. You yeah, know? and you're like, dang, she had that kindness. Some I don't remember, like scabbers. He's mentioned a couple times. Yeah, in the book. yeah, he's exactly. so important in the next book, and he's just mentioned here and there. Random mind just tossing him off the bed, like or you know, he was asleep here while yeah. they're. You know. Just like I don't remember all the references, but there were like some of them were just throwaway lines that you yeah, and you're like just don't pay attention to it. So important, yeah. And you're like, oh, so I think that's probably main, one of the main things. It's just all the stuff that comes, you know, after reading it, you know, set up 
future stories and future plot lines and so that's that's my personal favorite but I'm gonna let you go now right now. Alright. Um you kinda touched on my favorite Lockhart. I just I love Lockhart. Of course you of course you do. Um <laughs> No, like the, the I didn't not surprise me at all. Because uh, you, you said it perfectly. He makes every situation work. <laughs> when when we first get to... Because it's all about him. It is all about him. Uh, when you see him with the whomping willow and the, somehow the, the botanist teacher, Miss Sprouts, her she's hurt probably because the idiot didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. All right? Um... He tries to, after Harry breaks his arm, makes it worse with that. Yeah. Uh, everything he he sets the fairies loose, or the, the pixies, pixies yeah. loose, and he tries it, and the wand gets, the, oh, whoops, sorry. Like, oh, I'll ask you to take care of this, so I don't know. He's a horrible, he's the worst teacher. Um, but I think he, he he's all about it for the wrong reasons, he's about it for the fame. There's he one thinks it's going to be a cushy job. Yeah, oh, totally. Even the secret test, the first day test, fifty questions all about him, his yeah. favorite color, his birthday, his what does that have to do with the defense against the dark arts? Well, it was in the books that were assigned. <laughs> I would argue at some point they probably had to defend themselves against Lockhart because he's such an idiot. So they need to know these things. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there's one thing that I. I, I Two things I really love. Um, where after the the car crashes and he pulls him up, pulls Harry to the side. He goes, like, "I'm so sorry." Uh, he goes, he blames himself. Right? Forgive. Like he thinks Harry wants the publicity. That's why he came with yes. the flying car. Because oh, yeah. of course he does. That's because that's what. Because it's my fault. I gave you the bug. I shouldn't have. Oh, I shouldn't have put it. you on the front page. And then <laughs> later, when what's his name was t- trying to take his photo. <laughs> It's like, yeah. can you sign it? And it turns into a big thing. Harry Potter, you yeah. You're not ready for that. Yeah, he's supposed to sign. He's like, I'm sorry. At your point in your career, giving away signed photos is a little big-headed. You might want to take it down. <laughs> when you get to my level, you keep a couple of dozen. Already right, signed, ready to go. But, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying. He really tries. He's so, so full. I, I don't want to talk too much about the movie. Oh, God. But, you know, J.K. Rowling, very famously, Harry Potter, one of her mandates was all the actors had to be British. Yes. Um, the one American actor that they considered hiring was Bruce Campbell for Lockhart. He would have been great. That was the one time they thought, of, they thought about breaking maybe, their, yeah. their, their British role. So even when I read the book, I kind of... I, I, What's his name? Did an incredible job. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Kenneth I picture Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Did an incredible job. But I kind of like picture Bruce Campbell from time to time. Like I wanted to know his. Yeah. Is I, it, I could see Bruce Campbell pulling that off very well. Yeah. 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 Of course, I was a Bruce Campbell fan, but you know. I think they probably didn't because the way he acts, it would remind people of Ash. Oh, well, he, he when when you see Bruce Campbell go into full, I'm awesome mode. It is pretty much this character, but yeah, it, it, Bruce he plays Ash differently because Ash is an idiot. Yeah, but it, he, Bruce Campbell is 
is already typecast as Ash. That's true, but when you watch things like My Name is Bruce and stuff like that, it's... Briscoe County Jr. Briscoe County Jr., there is difference, yeah. Uh, but every know, time I, think, I looked at Briscoe County Jr., I go, what's Ash doing in that? Uh, but see, I watched, I watched Briscoe County Jr. before I ever saw the other ones. Because I, I, was I young. grew up with the Evil Dead. Yes, but I didn't watch that until I was an adult. I watched Briscoe when I was in like junior high, high school. Yeah. I watched Briscoe as an adult because that's when they re-released the series on DVD. Mm. Although I kind of get what they say because, I mean, I think yeah. if I'd watched Bruce Campbell as Lockhart, I mean, I'm sure he would have done a good job. Oh, I'm sure he would have done a good job. But, yeah, I probably would have thought Ash, too. Like, just waiting for Chainsaw. That's you know. true, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, that's totally something Ash could probably teach, you know, right? if you were a wizard, you know? Especially if he was a wizard with one metal hand. Yeah. yeah. Right. So... All right, that that's just Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Anytime he's on the page, it's just like Well, he, luckily for you, he's on a lot of pages of the yeah. And he'd probably sign them if you were real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a painting of... of well, I did a Harry Potter art show a year ago. I did a painting of Lockhart painting Lockhart standing in front of a painting of Lockhart. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Would you steal that from Norman Rockwell? <laughs> No, no, no. They actually did that. They did that in the movie. They did that in the movie. Painting a picture of himself. No, painting, painting a picture. Yeah. It's, 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 they stole that from Norman Rockwell. Yeah. It's hilarious. My favorite bit. Sorry. The yeah. ending credit scene in this movie, the movie for this book, it's, it's the, the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they zoom in and there's I mean, it's Who Am I by Gilderoy Lockhart and yes. he's, in, he's in a, a, a straight jacket like looking around like oh he's so I love that it's not in the book but it, it yeah I loved it yeah so alright that, that, that was my you know, uh, Wayne you wanna um, your, your highlights favorite moments I like the mandrake roots <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, what they were doing was, you know, I, that's where they first met them, you know, as they were these screaming infants, but mm-hmm. she, she has to wait till they go, get to maturity before she can make the, the remedy for the people who are petrified, mm-hmm. you know, so she's sitting here and it's like, okay, you know, I'm happy to read Potom, you know, and yeah. this, and they're kind of getting in that moody stage. Yeah, so their acne clears they, up. You know, <laughs> and then she's saying, you know, yeah, they'll probably be ready to pick when their acne clears up. Because then they'll, they'll be wanting to visit each other's yeah, one, pots. Yeah, once they start try, trying to move into each other's pots, then they're yeah, ready. That was my favorite thing. Then they're ready. And so she's making all these comments, and it goes... Yeah, we can do it. Last night they threw a raucous party in in and that just kind of made me chuckle. Of course, you have you have to understand. I started this at ten a.m. and finished it at about three thirty today. Today, so I got all of those. And instead of like reading one here and then kind of forgetting about it, since that's kind of could be a forgettable scene. The, mm-hmm. But I forgot about the rockets. Yeah, you know. I, I, but I since, since I read it all today, I, I enjoyed that. Other scene that I liked was when Harry and Ron. <laughs> We're in the teacher's lounge, and all the teachers are coming in, and they hide in the closet. 
and they said, okay, we have a student missing, you know, and somebody turns to Lockhart and goes, sounds like this is right up your alley. Yeah. Now, I remember you saying this, this, and this. And well, I remember you saying this. And I remember saying this, and this, and this. And yeah. he's like, well, I, and he looks around, they're all just kind of staring at him <laughs> with these stony expressions, yeah. and he's like, uh, I'll be in my office getting ready. <laughs> the next time you see is when the boys walk in, they're, they're packing. Yes, but McGonagall's statement as soon as he leaves. Well, that got rid of him. All right. Now, now here's what we're going to do. Now we're going to have a business. Okay. And you're like, that's going to that's gonna keep him busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, you know, he, he, he was so clueless to how other people were reacting to him, especially the staff. Of everyone, especially mm-hmm. the teachers. Yes. Because he made them look stupid. He made them look stupid, and in the case of uh, uh, Mrs. Brown, he got her hurt mm-hmm. with the Whomping Willow. Mm-hmm. Happened off page. Right. You well, know. she was carrying the band. She was carrying bandages also from, from bandaging up yeah. the tree. But, yes, yeah, she was not happy. Oh. Yeah. I thought she, it said she was... <laughs> she had a thing, too. Yeah, yeah. She was also carrying the bandages, and the Whomping Willow <laughs> had some branches and slings. Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to tell her what to do the whole time. And he probably, yeah. yeah. Every time he, he sees someone looking confused, he uh, thinks of it as admiration, or he, he mistakes every look that mm. they give him. Yes. Know. He misinterprets every facial expression. Mm-hmm. Somebody thinking he's just awesome. Mm. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? He thinks he's just awesome. Everyone else did too, right? I want to bet his greatest regret is being Lockhart because he can't be himself. (laughs) Like, I guarantee that's a thing. He's probably bought at some point. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. But, uh... Kanye West actually says that about himself. Oh, jeez. Not even... He says something to the effect of his greatest regret is he will never be able to see himself perform on stage. Wow, that is a Lockhart thing to say, mm. right? Sorry, that quote just reminded me of that. So, yeah, I since you know all the stories that kind of run together, I I forgot that the whole thing with the zoo and the python was in the first book. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting that in this book. Okay. And it didn't happen. But he refers and, to it. But he, he does refer to it. But I was expecting that to happen in this book, and I had forgotten this is the book book where Dobby shows up and yeah. is trying to stop Harry from going. And, uh, so. Dobby. Oh, Dobby. Yeah. <laughs> but. Anyways, that, that's a couple of scenes that I like, and I don't think I necessarily stole from anybody else because those were kind of obscure, but uh, especially mm-hmm. Mandrake Roots. Those mm-hmm. made me chuckle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did like it. the part, like you said, where it's like, okay, they're getting ready to try moving into this pot. You know, yeah. like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Trying to pollinate. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she is really good about foreshadowing. It is something not only just in... Because this is the third J.K. Rowling book we've read. We read uh, First Harry Potter... Maybe it's Cuckoo's Calling. And Cuckoo's Calling. Mm-hmm. She's really good about threading that needle. Mm-hmm. There's things you don't expect to come back that come back. Yeah. 
Um, well, as you all know, my favorite character is Professor Snape. <laughs> of course. But <laughs> there wasn't really any good scenes in there with them. I, I think he didn't really play much of a role in this book. Not as much. Yeah, not as much. Well, at least expel him in the beginning. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't get too many scenes after that. That's I true. mean, no, he's he there, but he, you know, <laughs> he doesn't get much. So. Oh, play cards. The, the note cards. Cards. Um... Because after each chapter that I liked, I started just taking notes, kind of like a book report thing. Um, I liked the magic car in chapter five uh-huh. when they were going to the school. I, I enjoyed that. Because um, I'd like to ride in a magic car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of my favorite scenes was this is what I wrote. I like the fact that Harry likes Ron's house because they treat each other like family, unlike the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. He gets a taste of family. Yeah. And even though the um, Ron's family, they're they're beyond broke. Mm-hmm. They have the kids and all these yeah, things they have to they, care they, and they, fix and all that. They have yeah. a sense of family. They, that's that's where they're rich. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. so much richer yeah. than like the Malfoys in yeah. that area. Yeah, the Malfoys. They're probably um, rich monetary. Oh, yeah, very. Oh, totally, but yeah. there's, like, zero love. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd rather be penniless and owing everything and, and have family members that, that just love each other. I'd rather have yeah, that. Than, absolutely. And that's what Harry, that's why I like that Harry sees that because he, he wants that. And he doesn't get it with the Dursleys. No, no. no. And the Dursleys basically—I mean, they probably just wish that Harry never even showed up. We we talked about this yeah. when we talked about the first one. Oh, yeah. There is child abuse going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about the negatives. I'm yeah. trying not to go off again like I did on the first. Yeah, one. I don't want to try to repeat all the notes we had on the first one. But yeah, I mean, Harry talks about the love of the Weasley because oh, yeah. when he gets Mr. Weasley in trouble, he talks about the guilt of they took me into their home and mm-hmm. this is how I repaid them for getting the dad mm-hmm. in trouble. And he didn't realize he didn't think find fifty galleons, which you know they can't afford. Know. Yeah. You know, and he has enough to. He probably has just as much treasure as the Malfoys. Yeah. yeah. Probably a little less. We can we can assume. Yeah, but he's, he's because Harry but quite a bit so that he doesn't have to worry about money. Yeah, yeah. That right. Even worried. though his mom was Muggleborn, his dad. You don't find this out until the very last book. But his dad, ancient wizard, isn't family. He's from the Petherall. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't his dad part of the twenty family? Like they mentioned in this book, the. Twenty pure blood families. Yeah, he's and it's been he's descended from one of the first visiting families ever. Yeah, and so probably the Gryffindor. They he's not from Gryffindor, um, but he is from one of the main visiting families. And so that being said, there would be money that would be passed on and passed on. He's got old money, and on top of it, he's got it had to accumulated how many years of interest? Interest, yeah. yeah. But you know, he was from an old family that we find out later in the books because his dad had one of the Deathly Hallows. Passed that, on from father to son. Passed on from father to son. And that, that story is thousands of years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, that's where he is a toy in Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? The, 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 the invisibility club. Yeah. 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 Ancient 
He doesn't know until the end how old that thing is. I love that. from death, and he's just using it to sneak around. And then another scene that I liked was the howling letter. Oh, that one's good. They did a good job of that in the movie, by the way. That was fun. That's why I really like the movie and... And, and the book too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just the way the the howling letter was, was yelling, it was yelling yeah. at Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was just laughing at Ron. Ron's my grandma's. It was awful. Don't ignore it. You got to open it right away. Yeah, don't put it off. Ron becomes like a shade of magenta. Yeah. Oh gosh. Then you find out the year in Hogwarts at that time was 1992. Yes. Is it in that when the book comes out? Or? Yeah. Well, that's when, no, that wasn't when the book came out. That was when it's like she said, she wrote, she wrote the first book, she said it the year she was writing it, which was 91. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So the second year for them is 1992. And you find that out, even though the book wasn't published until much later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, it talks about exactly 50 years. No. No, and then you find out about Nick's death day party. Oh, the death day party. 500 years. That's 500 years. 500 years, and he died in 1492. That's right. That's right. It was something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I text, I caught it, but I was trying to remember where was it? The death day party. That's right. Yeah. It said, like, he died in 1492, Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Right? In that way. How many strokes of the axe was it? Like, oh, 42 or something? 42 or something like that. Some, like, some, oh, it was a dull axe. And he finally dies with only that much off. Or nearly had to make. Let me see. I also like the duel where Harry spoke partial mouth, but I like the movie better. You like how they did it in the movie better? They shortened that scene a little bit um, in the movie. No, I just like... Because I, I know in, in the book they couldn't really describe how Harry was talking, but in the movies right. you could. Yeah, right. I get that. You, you hear it. I, yeah. liked, I liked it better in there because he was just making weird hissing mm-hmm. sounds, and you really can't write that down. Right. Cause and, yeah. he, and because they're kind of doing it from his point of view, at least in that scene. Um, they, they already established it in the first film with the, the snake. Well, yeah, but you don't realize that yeah, he's thinking because he like, never realized, yeah. and he didn't realize then. It's not until they tell him. Yeah. So I like that she didn't write. She wrote "Get away from him" or whatever it yeah. was, because that's what Harry thinks he's saying. Yeah. And it's not until Ron and Hermione go, "You're a parcel now," and he's like, "What? <laughs> what? You speak parcel code? What? That is yeah." yeah. Uh, um, that he realizes he's I spoke another language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, also, I don't remember if this was in the movie or not because I haven't seen the movie in years. But the Cupid Dwarf. It wasn't no, it wasn't in the movie, movie yeah. but that's hilarious. The Cupid Dwarfs. I, I really like that because I honestly think that's the first time Harry finds out that Ginny likes him. Yeah, and and, it's not, and Malfoy is the one that's like, I don't think he liked your Valentine, and Ginny turns red. Yeah. But I'm not even sure Harry, because he was so embarrassed, it overall caught it himself. Yeah. yeah you know? I think, no, I think he finally caught on. Like, little hey, Ginny likes like me. me. Yeah. But I think that's the first time that he realizes mm-hmm. it. She was always scared of it, but she was so She's oh, nervous, yeah. in the house, dropping stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, another interesting scene that I really liked was um, Lucius Malfoy, when how he just outfought everyone and got... Hagrid arrested and yeah. um, Dumbledore. Dumbledore 
suspended. Suspended. All in one shot. Bam. Mm-hmm. That's some 3D chess kind of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, re- and I really like that because it, that's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's okay. out thinking everybody. He, he's thinking. Okay, we get. We make it seem like Hagrid is do, is you know behind this. Mm-hmm. We get rid of him. Uh-huh. You know, and that places the blame on someone else. You know. So yeah. And another one. What was Percy doing when Jenny walked in on him? They find out at the end of the book. I know. Did you get to it, but at that point, you were sure. like, "What are they doing? <laughs> and were they in the bathroom?" No, wasn't the bathroom. It was, it was a the classroom. classroom. Yeah. Because the first, I mean, just the first thing that came to my head was, yeah, he was having some private time. Oh, <laughs> no. But I go, you know, I don't think J.K. Rowling would do that. No, no. Not Harry Potter. No, no. no. he was sneaking out with his girlfriend in an empty classroom. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to feel right about that stuff, you read a vacant, um, was it a vacant? Oh, the, yeah, the vacant, no, what was it? Um, I forget, but it's a, book, a political thriller type book she writes. Yeah. The Vacant Seat uh, or something like that? Vacant It's really good, but there's a lot of like teen... Casual Vacancy. Casual right? Vacancy. Casual Vacancy. There's a lot of teen masturbation sex stuff yeah. in that one. What's normal? Just yeah. Just teenager kids are just bound for that. But um, let me see... I liked it because I didn't really remember the movies. I think I saw it once or twice, like, years ago when it very first came out. Yeah. So it was kind of shocking to me that Jenny was the one who found the book. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, it kind of, like, fits together with how, how Tom Riddle was explaining things. I'm like, wow, yeah. it totally fits. Yeah. And then how everything was in the chamber pot of secrets. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I used to tease this, this girl at work who was a big Harry Potter fan, and I'm going to the chamber of secrets. I saw that I, I saw the movie. That that's the bathroom, so you could call it the chamber pot <laughs> of secrets. And she used to get mad at me. It's a chamber of secrets. Chamber of secrets. And I go, yeah, it's a toilet. Chamber pot. She used to get mad. Technically not wrong. No, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we all laugh it off. Even our biggest Harry Potter head right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and see, yeah, I, there's a couple other things that I'll get to the dislike part, but it's not really a dislike. It's kind of like a like, but I like something else better. Okay, fair mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll get to that later. All right, Justin. Um, I like a lot of the things that David was mentioning, but I have to say, when I first read this book, um, the first time, the first, first came the out, the very first time when it first came out, I was reading it laying in bed late one night, and I, for some reason, the part where Ron starts belching blood, <laughs> oh, I was. I was laughing myself silly, and apparently I woke up my grandparents because <laughs> my grandmother pokes her head in like, what is so funny? And then she sees me holding the book and she just shakes her head and goes back to bed. <laughs> but I didn't read. Uh, the strange thing is, lately I've been do, trying to do the audio book version mm-hmm. and stuff, stuff, and it just not so funny. It's, it's funnier when you're reading. When it. I'm reading it, it it's funnier. Yeah. And but when I'm having the guy read it to read it to me, and it's it's, it's not just not, as, not as funny anymore. And um, of course, I, I find that I'm missing a lot mm-hmm. with the audio version, like the bit with the uh, with the uh, the uh, dwarves, oh, the yeah. Cupid dwarves. I don't even remember that in the audio version. 
It was there. It was there, but it's the whole book. But I, I, I'm going there through was another I'm, scene with, with I'm, Lockhart trying to make things better, but it yeah, totally worse. Because <laughs> right? I'm I'm listening to it while I'm How doing things. How did he talk to dwarves? So. That's what I want to know. Because you know so. those dwarves were like he must have paid them good because. They were all surly dwarves in these stupid outfits. You know they were pissed. Like, I can um, imagine the teachers complained too, because in the scene that you talked talk about them going, oh my god, like yeah. just a look on their face, like again uh, another. I, I, I talked to Dave about making a love potion. <laughs> David like don't enjoyed the uh, oh, the uh, the dueling scene mm-hmm. uh, and. He's trying to teach them to block, and he drops his wand, and he says, "Just, just, just do, do what I do." And he's like, "What? Drop my wand?" And then the whole thing erupts into this big giant brawl. Everybody, you know, like everybody, you know, it's a bar, like a barroom bar fight and uh, stuff like that. Um, yeah. In the movie, they didn't have the time to go through all that and have everybody fighting each other. So they just did, like, we'll do it a pair. But it would have been great to see everybody. Yeah. And see Hermione and Millicent just going out. Just going out. Wands forgotten, pulling hair, rolling like muggles out, stepping each other out. And you would think yeah. that Hermione would have kicked butt in that situation because she's a muggle. Yeah, but yeah. Millicent was bigger. Yeah. So there, I don't see her mind getting into too many fist fights, even in the muggle realm. Yeah. yeah. Bonnie? Oh, you didn't have anything else? That's you had something you were going to say. Oh, that's, that's more of the dislike. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. Okay, so let's see. I was shocked that you said one of your favorite characters was Dobby because one, we have had many conversations with Maylene over the years about Harry Potter. And I thought for sure that you were both one of my best friends here, so yeah. Um, when you like Harry Potter, we talk about Harry Potter. Um, you have told me in the past one of your favorite characters in the books is Peeves, and he's left out of the movie. I, I do. I love Peeves. I had forgotten that, like, Nearly Headless Nick gets Harry out of detention. danger with, out of, yeah, out of Filch. getting detention with Filch because he talks Peeves into dropping the, the cabinet. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, the scene where Harry finds Justin. Mm-hmm. And Peeves just is bouncing. Harry Potter, you're a rotter, blah, blah, blah. The whole song, and yeah. he sings, it just makes it horrible. And you're just like, oh my goodness. Peeves is fun. And, and um, I, I just, forgot how much fun he can be in the books because he, he is. isn't in the movie. Exactly. One of the movies did have a deleted scene with Peeves. But what's wrong with that? I don't remember. They cast a voice actor for Peeves and. He made it into one of the video games. And he's in, I forget which one. I it was more than wasn't in the movies. Time. The time thing. They took him out. He wasn't. They, here's the thing, when it came right down to it, and they had J.K. Rowling um, helping them decide things on the movies, um, there were things that they wanted to take out for time. She said, no, this is important later. <coughs> you have to keep this in. So, knowing that there were things they had to keep in, like scabbers, like... Because vanishing cabinet, uh, like things that set up stuff for later books yeah. that have to be there. Um, they had to take other things out. Peeves, mm-hmm. Peeves hit the cutting room floor, unfortunately. But he's, but he's hilarious what, what troublemaker a, in the book. A true Harry Potter fan not care how long the movie is? Yeah, but when you're doing the movie, you have to try to get as many people, even the people who don't read the books, in to enjoy the film. Yeah. 
That's why you do extended versions. Because yes, later. I I would watch like a five-hour film. But, yeah. but that doesn't mean everybody. Have intermission in the middle. You go to the bathroom and go <laughs> on and, and get refreshments. Well, yes, but not everybody. Or you can take a nap those nice seats, the ones that we had. Right. <laughs> that one we so so I like. Yes, I really love that scene. Where there was a couple scenes with peas, and I enjoyed that. I liked the death thief scene. I do love peas. Um, you know one thing in this book. This is where we find out that Filch is a squid, which they don't really bring up in the movies. Um, but you feel bad for Filch in this book. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's horrible. Well, he, we, don't get him wrong. He, he wants to hang the kids up by their toes. Okay, we he's know that. He's a crybaby. But he has had to live basically like a muggle in a wizard world. He has no magic. He can't do spells. He has to clean everything up by hand because he can't do spells to do it. And... And... Okay, I can see where he's coming from mm-hmm. a little bit in this. You know, my husband does janitorial work. I've had to do janitorial work in the past. I know how much it sucks, and I know how much it would be nice to be able to wave your wand and get things clean. But you can't if you're a squid, even in a magical world where other people can do this. Yeah. You know, and and Mrs. Norris is the first one to be attacked, and it's his cat. She's the only thing he cares about in the whole world. Yeah. You know, so, okay, he can be really, really horrible, but in this book, you feel for him a little bit. You see I where he's coming from a little bit. Okay, you don't. I do. I'm more compassionate than you are. It's fine. And, you know, the and you later on, he, he is loyal to the school. Yes. Yes. Regardless of what's going on, he, he is loyal to the school. He, he's, uh, he's not a nice person overall, but he does get things done, and, and you see a little bit behind the scenes, you see a little bit where he's coming from, and you go, okay, well now we know why he's such a jerk. Yeah, you might not, you know, we really might not really, really like him, but I'm like, okay, I can see where he's coming from, I kind of feel bad for him in this instance, but I still think that he's too mean to the students yeah. and all this, you know, and he, I mean, really, <laughs> he's ridiculous about some things, he is, I'm just saying, you get a little behind the scenes about yeah. him in this that you wouldn't before. Um... I love that the car saves them from the spiders. Yes. The car is magically gone wild, has its own little creature-like personality, is all happy to see Ron and Harry, and then rescues them. I, I like that, but I, like I that. don't like that, and that's one I think. Okay, well, you can later. go into that later. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I, but I liked that. I liked that, that that's one of the side effects of using magic on things like that. <laughs> that it... it, it is no longer what it was. It's been imbued with a little bit of personality, a little bit of, you know, like mm-hmm. like the magic carpet in Aladdin, or, you know, things yeah. that weren't magical have been imbued with magic. They get a little bit of a personality, you know, the broomsticks in the Sorcerer's Apprentice, you know, things like that, where you're just like, okay, I can see, I can see how this would, we've got, there's a precedent for this. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fun. Um... I love the confrontation scene. They change it in the movie probably for time, so there's less talking. But in the movie, Harry destroys the diary and therefore Riddle Mm -hmm. before Fox heals him. Yes. I prefer it the way it is in the book. Yeah. Because I love that line where he's like, see, even the bird knows you're dying. And like, like he's even yeah. given up. Yeah. And before, because he forgot, he, oh, get away, bird, get away. Phoenix tears, I forgot they have healing powers. You know, he's all upset himself yeah. because he forgot. Because yeah. he was too busy gloating that he forgot. And now Harry's not dead. But it kind you of know? shows his egotism a little bit. Like, right. And I yeah. like that. I thought that that was a good point, And I wish that they had 
I don't mind that they shorten some of the dialogue and blah blah blah. Yeah. But I wish that they changed that mm-hmm. so that there was that moment because I liked that moment with Tom Riddle. Um, and yeah, I know that's a little. See, bit. That, that's basically what I'm going to be getting to later. Is I like the scenes, but I wish they would have done it like this or like that. Right. Well, I, but I like I like the way that was in the book. I, I thought it. Added yeah, I, I like that better. It made, it made a little bit more sense. Yeah, and I thought it felt it added to it. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's things like that that I really liked. Um, I. <coughs> I. <laughs> it's just something fun. Hermione's so brilliant, and she figures it out, and then she gets petrified. Mm-hmm. And Ron and Harry have to fumble around and go, but they figure it out. They get it. In the end, they figure it out. And I... With her help. With her help, Which yes. everybody else missed. How long was she in the infirmary? Oh, oh yeah. Least, and know. nobody noticed that there was a piece of paper close in her hand. And unlike in the movie where all he does is uh, goes to hold her hand and the paper falls out. Yeah, he right. yeah. the book like trying to pull out without ripping it to shreds, you know? Yeah, like, I like that. Yeah, like that. trying to get a fortune cookie, fortune out of the cookie without, you know. Without breaking the cookie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. With, and ripping the paper. You know, so there's little things, little bits like that that I love. I, 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 I love the all the fun really, stuff. Really, really close. Or yeah. the movie. They, they did a really good really job. Yeah. I love yeah. all the accents because of Ron's wand, especially, especially Gilderoy losing his memory. I think that's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not Again, it's great. Threading that needle. She's really good. Yeah. She sets up the accident, broken wand, has a broken wand all year. All these things happen because of it. He and at the end, it saves them. Yeah. 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 And he probably could have got a newer wand earlier on if he hadn't been, had to the 50 gallons. Right, wow, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's just lots of little things like that that I really like. So, all right. <coughs> things well, we don't like, starting with Mimi. Really? Most of my things that I don't like are, like, really nitpicky, I'll admit. Like, they're just, you know, little things. Like, like you know, when we're talking about the movie, how, you know, you guys mentioned something in the movie, I wish they had been... You know, nitpicky stuff like that. I think at this point, my only real problem. I mentioned this to Brand the other day. It's not even a big problem. I just—it's more of a question. Like after Harry and Ron crash the car into the Whomping Willow, they go in. They you know, Snape gets all mad at them. McGonagall and Dumbledore are called in. I said to Brian, I, said, I wonder, honestly, if it had been anybody but Harry Potter, how like would anyone else have gotten into worse trouble than he and Ron did? Because really, all they got was attention. And they didn't mean to, but they broke a wizarding law by having Muggles see them. Mm-hmm. They didn't, weren't trying to. They weren't like trying to get the theme. But it did happen before the school year started. And it did happen before the... Yeah, exactly. It happened before the school year started. And which... Theoretically, you could question whether or not he, they should have gotten into worse trouble or less trouble, mm-hmm. depending on how you want to go about it. They did, even though they did get beaten up by the tree, they did cause some damage to the tree itself. And so there's a part of you like, okay, yeah, technically it happened before the school year started. But at the same time, you kind of got to wonder how many of these things over the course of the, couple of ye- of the years that he goes to school, like how he manages to get away with it. You know, a lot of yeah. the stuff that you kind of wonder how many other students would get away with it too. 
kind of like how Draco gets away with some things, but you kind of understand because he's mm-hmm. the son of a very prominent family. Right. You know, so. With connection. I honestly, I honestly yeah. think they're letting Harry get away with it because the teachers know who he's really facing. Oh, yeah. I mean, really well, some, some years, I get it. Like, I understand why in book three, he didn't get in trouble for blowing up his Aunt March. It was an accident. It was an accident, but also because uh, Sirius Black was on the loose and like we gotta protect him. Yeah, we gotta we got protect him. So that year, okay, so for that I understand. Okay, they're trying to protect him, make sure he doesn't, you know, get killed by this. We the have to also killer. think it's not just Harry; it's Ron and yeah, Ron's, Ron's dad. They're yeah. prominent as an Yeah, they're you know pure blood. True, they're, but you know, not as prominent as an Alpha. So I don't right. know. I just I feel like picking up picking on on the Weasleys because they're poor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I just feel like you're almost liking them to the Gastons and Buster <laughs> Stewart. Mm-hmm. I I just um, I feel like then this is just me thinking I feel like he gets out of a lot of trouble because yes because he is facing something greater he is facing he does get out of a lot of trouble I think but I I, I know people who not because of the magic but because of the fact that Harry Potter gets to break a lot of rules and doesn't get in trouble yeah they don't like their kids reading these books and they make them wait until they're a little older to read them for that reason because they don't want their, their, their kids to think oh well it's okay to break the rules as long as it all turns out right in the end I like the mischievousness of those. Well, yes, but there are some where you're like, really? yeah, I, well, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. He's not a good role. <laughs> no, not really. No, but he's not. Meeting as a kid, you don't think about that. You think, oh, but he's doing this for the greater good, which he right. really is, I mean, to a degree. A lot of this he's really doing for the greater good, but at the same time, but it's he like... he had a chance to talk to his Dumbledore about things and didn't. Yeah, but as an adult, I'm like... Man, this could have really turned out horrible, and you're breaking all these rules. Yeah. And like he says, all the I can understand why the other kids at school were like, I hate Harry Potter. Right? He, he is a jerk. He breaks all these rules. If I step one toe out of line, I'm in more trouble than he is, kind yeah. of thing. So I don't know. For me, it was more like I'm just thinking if I were a student with with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be I would be jealous. I'd be like, why does he get to break all these rules yeah. and get away with it for the most part, and I don't. Just because I'm not facing the Dark Lord. Okay. Okay. I'm a famous with yeah. a scar on my forehead. Like, I'm yeah, thinking. I think that way. That That's how I would think. And like I said, most of my other problems with this book are just very nitpicky things. Like, yeah. you know, things that aren't that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when they went to do the movie version of it, it's like, oh, I wish they had, you know, yeah, done this one thing as opposed to the other thing. But, yeah, that's mm. a lot of my, that's most of my problems with nitpicky stuff. Yeah, mine are nitpicky too. Yeah. I guess the, the one thing, I, I can't say it's bad. I, I can't say anything in the book's bad. But I can still say I'm disappointed at the end of with Lockhart being a fake. Like it, it, even now, like every. I, but it makes so much sense. It makes sense. A bumbling idiot. It makes the only sense. thing he's good at is memory charms. Yeah. And autographing things. Uh, <laughs> and curling his hair. Okay. You know, so three things. He's good at three things. So yeah. <laughs> and charming the ladies. Yeah. And smiling. That's smiling. Smiling. Okay. Okay. He's smiling. good. At looking good. Signing autographs and memory charms. We'll just compile. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but it, it's he's personal. He's personal. He's, 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 he's got charisma. Yeah. He's got the charm. He's got charisma coming out every orifice. <laughs> but this is a guy who wrote six or seven adventure stories about mm-hmm. things that he supposedly did, where he stole somebody else's story and then left them to die out on a mountain 
for a or, werewolf. Or just thing. erased their memory so that they couldn't yeah. remember doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he, no, he did. He erased all their memories. He's like, oh, yeah. You think that blah, blah, you know, you should have seen the witch that really banished the band and band. She yeah. was ugly. She wouldn't be good in the photo. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? You <laughs> <laughs> So he looks them up. He gets their stories from them and then makes them forget about it. And yeah. tells the story as it is. It, it, it's horrendous, but, like... Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it's a great scam, and I, I can see why he would want a cushy teaching job. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't know anything about what he's teaching. No, he's just resting on his laurels. Yeah, so it's... I'm famous for doing this, so I should teach it. Yeah. That was kind of one of my nippets was, okay, Dumbledore might be in desperate need of somebody filling this position, but man, he was really scraping me. He, he, he was the only applicant. He was the only applicant. Was he the only applicant? Yeah, yes. yeah. It says At one point in the yes. book, I forget who says it, I think yeah. it was... But I was like, man, Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who said it, but he was no one else? the only applicant. Snape or, or McGonagall was one of them, I think. Said. I was thinking it was Hagrid. Uh, but I don't know. I it was somebody, but it was one of the teachers yeah. made that remark. And uh, like, oh, well, okay. That's, it's, that's the one thing that, like, even out of everybody, he was it. He was uh-huh. it. Yeah. Well, because, because this is only the second book. But when somebody says that, it's, oh, we've been having a problem keeping our defense of the art teachers. So, so they've been yeah. having a problem already before Harry got there. Before the Harry Potter story, uh, you know, and then Harry Potter in the books, you have a different one every single year. So if that trend has been going on before, yeah. and people go, oh, Isn't they the never last. Why would I want that position? Yeah, yeah people think the position yeah. because there's been such a problem. Yeah. I mean, I think in the entire seven books, there's only been one teacher that survived two years in a row, and that was Slughorn from you know, year six and year seven. You don't only get to see him year seven because Harry's off fighting the other stuff, you know. Yeah. He wasn't defense against the dark arts. Oh, well, okay, I'm sorry. I got that mixed up in my head. Yeah. You're right. Then yeah, because Nate was, and then some one of the other. Nate was other, year six. Nate yeah. was year six. That's and right. then year seven, wasn't it one of those, the those brother sisters, yeah, one of them sister, yeah. teaching it? Yeah. yeah. The Karens. Yeah. Yeah. So is it, it's just, these are like that. Anytime I, I, I don't like to do fan fiction, but I, I, I really want him to be a good guy. And he's just these horrible block cards. Horrible. <laughs> so, and and this is uh, I've only read the first two, um, but out of the movies, this is the one I go back to the most because it has the coolest ending. Like uh, I joke with Maylene all the time. He fought a he, he fought a dragon with a sword. Like that. Yeah. That's heroic. That's that's is. That's as heroic and hero- you know as it gets, mm-hmm. as far as classic literature goes. He fought a dragon with a sword. And he pulled the sword out of the hat. He pulled the sword out of the hat. You know, so well, more like it clomped on his head. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do that in the movie, but that would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's this is the one I go back to the most. But yeah, so I don't really have anything truly negative to say other than. You know the defense. It you out that Lockhart's a fake. Yeah, like, and again, it's a great story. It's a great device. It makes everything. It is. Oh, it, it, it's good. But it's just like, oh, nobody in Harry's life can be. You know. Well, that's how I feel at the end of year four. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I loved Mad Eye Moody, and mm-hmm. suddenly, wait, what? 
That's true. You see that anymore. Don't keep it in the box. Oh, stop. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and it turns out to be one of the best features they had. And he's like, Harry, the whole year. You know, he's not really in. But you love that Irene. You know, you're like, oh, so sad. David Tennant in disguise. I know. Time to kill yeah. All right, Wayne. Any complaints, dislikes, weaknesses? <laughs> you better say something. Uh, Marvel. Doing in the the game of Marvel Polo on the pool outside. Yeah. Otherwise, we're gonna have a lot of dead air. Um. I'm just I'm just trying, trying to 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 mull mull over which. Things that were kind of eh about it. Um, I just like Snape in the classroom. As a teacher, Beth. Uh, yeah. You have authority to speak on this. You know. He's a very good teacher. What? Snape <laughs> favors his students above all others. And so everyone else Everyone has a teacher's pet. Even even so, as 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 a teacher with a job in a classroom, uh, you can get the you would get in trouble if not fired for what Snape does. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Snape's a good teacher. No, he's not a good teacher. Yes, One could make the argument that the only reason why he's kept around, because you know, Spy Hall is fair to them, is because Dumbledore needs him in the end. You could make that argument. You could make that argument. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not going to make an argument one way or the other, but you know, theoretically, you can make the argument that that Dumbledore is keeping him around for long game. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think just, that if Harry had not said anything but Slytherin, mm-hmm. he and Snape would have maybe got on all right. Maybe if he'd been in his own house. I would like to see they should have a, a parallel mirror, universe thing. A mirror, mirror. I would love to see that. What would happen if Harry did choose Slytherin? Yeah. Yeah. And we I've been talking about that for years because there's there a Marvel comic book called Speeding Bullets where they did uh, 12 issues and it was basically what if Captain America had never been created and how everything shifts and changes and all that. Um, J.K. Rowling has never done a Harry Potter comic book, or even though the universe is perfect for comics. Mm-hmm. I would love an alternate universe where it's just like if Harry had been Slytherin. Like, I honestly think if Harry had gone to Slytherin, he wouldn't have been the hero at the end because he wouldn't have had the support from Ron and Hermione. Hermione. I think Neville Longbottom would have saved the day at the end. Mm-hmm. I would have been the Neville Longbottom story. Yeah. Well, see, I that's another thing because we talk about alternate storylines for Harry Potter all the time. What if um, Voldemort had marked Neville instead of Harry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there two choices. It could have been, yeah, been either war. I, you know, Harry it was only Harry because Voldemort decided it was Harry. Yeah. And, and so Harry, Harry would have grown up in the wizarding world mm-hmm. with his mom and dad, and yeah, so that would just yeah. change everything right there. You know. Like mm-hmm. how, how it, and then it, it would be called Neville Pop, uh, Neville Neville Potter, Neville Longbottom, and the Chamber of Secrets, or you know. So, yeah, that I think that's 
That's my only my only real gripe. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. I um, just my little gripe. I like the scene, but I like like either the book or the movie better. The um, when they went into the forest when they were following the spiders mm-hmm. in the book, they found the car. Mm-hmm. And then they drove the car in a ways, and I, I didn't like the book way. I like I no, liked they didn't drive the car; they just found it. Yeah, I think they drove it for a ways. No, out. no, they on found the it out. On the they found it, and then the spiders captured them. Yeah, and okay, took yeah, them. that's right, that's right. So they didn't drive it till but, um, it rescued them. I liked it better in the movie. I just movie. read that part yesterday. I liked it better in the movie yeah. where the car got and saved them from the spiders instead. It did. It did save them from the spiders. In but the book. I, I know. In the book it did, but I liked it better when you didn't know the car was there at all. Okay, I get mm. what you're saying. Oh, like, like he, he yeah, didn't realize like the car out was of, there. Out of the blue. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere the car, the car and like, holy shit, the car. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're going it's to so die and suddenly the car. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, who the hell is there to save them? And it was the freaking car. But What is, it, what is the, the literary term for that? The, the, the god in the machine? The ex do machina or something uh, like that. Ex machina. Yeah, it literally is. Don't watch the ex do machina. I just, it just felt like in the book when they found the car and then got abducted by the spiders it felt like it gave it away you knew that they were going to get out of the car yeah, yeah. it kind of gave it away for me and I didn't really like it away I didn't okay. like it that way I liked Fair it better enough. when yeah. they're like oh crap the spiders are going to kill them and then something comes and saves them you're like holy crap it's the car yeah. <laughs> okay I can see that and um is not yeah um I also didn't like that it seemed like all the bad guys were really overconfident. Yeah. Well, when you're a bad guy and you're going up against a kid. Yeah. I see, I, 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 I see no, your point. It, just, it but just seems like all of the bad guys are confident. All of them. I, I agree that at this particular point, if I were a bad guy in this book, I wouldn't be feeling that confident because... The Dark Lord's been gone all these years. How can you be that confident that he's going to come back? You know, kind of but this was the Dark Lord. Well, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking like Lucius. Lucius, like Lucius. Lucius. Yeah. Like, but it seems like all... Yeah, but he's just a pompous ass anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just in, in general, in, in his whole life. He, Ooh, he, that's an interesting idea. Lucius Malfoy and Gilderoy Lockhart, both pompous asses, just once ineffective and good. But um yeah, I just feel I just feel like all the bad guys are all overconfident. They yeah. weren't in the first mm-hmm. book. You had Quirrell who was on his own, he would not have been like that. He was only because Voldemort was leeching off of him. You know, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, I don't know. The, probably the last one, and that would that would be this would be it for me. Is I liked it better in the movie where the sock was hidden in the book. In the book, in the yeah. Because I just don't see Lucius Malfoy going here. Here you go, and see this grubby thing. He tried to just drop it on the ground. Say what the hell are you doing, you stupid kid? Yeah. Instead of the book hidden in some nasty yeah. slimy sock. Yeah. He, I don't think he would have touched that. He wouldn't have. In my opinion, I don't see a guy of his stature. 
reaching in this oh, nasty sock to pull out the diary. Harry thrust the sock in his hand. He could yeah, have just thrown it aside no. without the diary. With the diary still in it. Yeah, it wouldn't he, have mattered. He, he yeah. should have at least done that. But I just don't see him reaching going, inside reaching in there and going, ew, what's this? And then you're just... Yeah. And then going like that and going in the book. No, I just don't. I just see him, just a, a man of his stature, going, Ew, what's this? And then just dropping it. What the hell are you doing, yeah. you dumb kid? No, I agree yeah. with you on I, that. I agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he would have instinctively grabbed the book because he knows what Yeah, the book he knows was. exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And then he knows it's, it's junk now, so he's giving his house up. Yeah, just destroy this. Here. Yeah. And then Here. when Harry pointed to the book and, and then. And then, ooh, a sock. That, it, it just seemed a lot yeah. more sense in the movie. I, I do. I like it better than in the book. Yeah. 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 I like the movie version of that better. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple things that I like the movie version better. You know, J.K. Um, Rowling was a part of the part movie. Part of the movie. So it may have been one of those things where she's like, I wish I'd done it this way. Let's do it this way for the movie. She yeah. has yeah. said that about a couple different things. Um, the there's one, it's in um, The Deathly Hollows. It's in the first movie. It's um, Hedwig. Mm-hmm. I in the book she's in her cage, and that's it. Mm-hmm. She's dead. In the movie, it's Hedwig that gives him away because she goes to save him and dies saving him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a much more effective mm-hmm. than her just being blasted in her cage and falling and being dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's just a little thing. Yeah. But to me, I felt that that the way they did it, and we was much more. Effective. Yes, it does. It does. Um, Especially after all these years with that character. Yeah. Like maybe they could have gone away with it if Edward, you know, had been trying to save his master. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would have been. I like that. Um, Yeah, we'll go on more if there's a couple of things. Uh, Justin? Justin, things you didn't like. That's basically it. How was your last thing? I mean, other things that are just so nitty-gummy, you remember them. Yeah. I, uh... I can't really recall anything I didn't really, you know, I just, I enjoyed the book very much, um, and doing the audio version, I, I missed so much of the, the detail that, uh, I can't really say there's something I really dislike about the book. The only thing I have is in the movie, I may be wrong, but in the books, the Gryffindor common room the picture frame opens and there's a portal a round porthole that they have to climb through mm-hmm. and in the books describe that way in the book yeah, yeah. In, the, in the books mm-hmm. and in the movie the picture frame opens and, and they just doorway doorway for some reason that bothers me <laughs> and I don't know why that's a weird I, I like because in, in this yeah. they talk about McGonagall Having to awkwardly climb out again after talking to the students, yeah. and you're like, you know? oh yeah, that would be awkward. Oh, yeah. and and there, was a, there was another scene in there when they turned themselves into the yeah the the Slytherin dummies with the <laughs> potion. How did they get out of the Slytherin? You can area? leave without the okay. password. Yes. You can leave the Gryffindor Tower without the password. You just yeah. need the password to get in. Yeah. Okay. You push on so. the door, you can leave. Yeah. And then I believe, because I don't think it's in the book, but the Malfoy line where he's like, you can read. That's not in the That's book. That's in the movie, not yeah, the book. But it's improv. It, it was funny. Didn't yeah. you could read? Yeah, I agree. Like, <laughs> Tom both yeah. yeah, it's an improv <laughs> line. That's great. Well, in the, in the book, 
they automatically sound because they've taken that person's body completely mm-hmm. as far as that. They sound like that person. They didn't have to disguise their voices. And Harry didn't need the glasses because he couldn't see out of them at, because his the person he became didn't need them. Yeah. Which they didn't do right in this movie, but in the later movie, in the, the Deathly Hollows, when mm-hmm. they're all taking the apologies potions with like Harry, Hermione says, Harry, your eyesight really is horrible. You know, she's putting yeah. glasses on so she can see. We did it right in that movie, yeah. but they messed it up in this one. But that's the movie, not the book. So, yeah. yeah. And, and the audio version that I'm list, I listened to, I listened to it like um, what, two, twice, two, two and a half times, times, something like that. <coughs> the because uh, it's ten hours, the audio version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the one that I was uh, listening to, you could actually show by adjusting the speed. Was mm-hmm. was uh, recorded the year after the book was uh, published mm. and there are times I'm thinking there are two different versions of the story because like I do not remember that um, I don't know uh, there aren't two different versions of the story because I remember he was saying I don't remember this scene I'm like oh yeah, yeah the, the, the essay scene he forgot they, they, I, I noticed they have very unusual they don't say Voldemort in the audio version it's Voldemort yeah, because J.K. Rowling came out and said that's how it's supposed to be said. Yeah, and they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't say Gryffindor, they say Gryffindor. What? They, Gryffindor. They, they Gryffindor. Gryffindor. They shorten it like really. Like instead of Devonshire. Yeah, and uh, so uh, I had to get used well, to it. Yeah, no. there, there is no. a, a no. certain amount of, no. of uh, things like, well, it doesn't really affect the story, but I'm used to being well, said this way. I want... You have to remember the first book was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and they changed it for us American. American. Because apparently we can't know what philosophizing is. We only know what sorcerers are. Yeah. Anyway. I don't even know what philosophizing Okay. I'm like, I know what I a Philosopher's myself. Stone is. Like, I'm like, really? Oh, I knew what it was, too. But that's <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's just, to Freud. Oh, <laughs> like Bill and Ted last night. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Philosophize. Then we get a Bill and Ted in three, by the way. That's no, maybe not going to happen. It looks like it's not going to happen. Kind of, it's kind of hit the... They're not bumps. sure. But they just announced that they, cause the two of them did a whole thing on... Well, the, it, he wasn't scared. The last statement was, we're kind of at a standstill right now. Well, because they just announced it like a, a month ago. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that. I know, I know, because I was looking it up, because I wanted to know the release date. There's only three people on the IMDb cast. Yeah, and, and on the news thing, it, one of the Keanu Reeves says, yeah. might be at a standstill. But anyway. It's, it's two writers and the two directors. That's yeah. all I got. Um, <laughs> um, anything else? I'm done. Okay. I won't go long on it, but... The child abuse gets worse in this book, mm-hmm. and it pisses me off. Yeah, it really. They lock him up. He's let out twice to go to the bathroom. Once in the morning, once in the evening. Are you freaking kidding me? They slide the cold soup can through the doggy door. I mean, you know, they're gonna have this beautiful dinner, and he gets cheese and toast. Mm-hmm. Like really? Mm-hmm. Like it's horrible. It's truly horrible. And I know at this point he doesn't go to regular mobile schools. So there aren't any, but. I just, I feel like neighbors have noticed bars on one window and not any of the others. There, yes, there's, there's all these things that you feel like, okay, if we know why he has, we finally find out towards the end why he has to live with them. Yeah. It's part of the protection. I understand that. But I feel like there could have been some magic involved. Mm. 
to at least make his life a little less miserable with the Dursleys and make them a little bit more kind to him in some way. Or I feel like like we need to know, have be told as readers, that there was magic involved for everyone to look the other way so that Harry wouldn't be removed from them because mm-hmm. there's a protection of their blood, his mom's blood, his you know, yeah. being her sister. Mm-hmm. That there was a reason, that there's some sort of spell that everyone who's non-magical doesn't see what's going on. Because otherwise, Harry wouldn't have even been living with them still when the first book came out. We talked about that during the first one. Yes. Yeah. And it gets Protective worse, child it gets worse in the right. second one. And as a mandated reporter, as someone who works with children all the time, it pisses me off. So I'm really glad that he... Yeah. I'm really glad that he doesn't stay with the Dursleys all the time. Okay? That's all I have to say. Because I'm glad that, I mean, okay, there's people out to kill him at Hogwarts, but life at Hogwarts at least is a little better for him than life at the Dursleys. Yeah. In he, spite of all of his, you know, near-death experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, I have a really hard time reading those sections. No, you, you, it's rough. And, it's rough, yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. The one thing that I... I, I feel like it's too much. I feel like it was, oh, you know what I mean? Like You're, you're, you're not wrong. It, I, I do. I feel like it's too much. Yeah. Like, like... <laughs> It makes humans look horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, for them to be that good to their own son, they can't be that, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like... Well, they're I not doing their own really, son any I think favors by treating them the way I have a really do. hard time with mm-hmm. it, and I feel like it's it's overkill. It uh, well, fun. honestly, oh, that's oh. why I think the Jerseys are such a good character study, because... There are legit people like that. I mean, you don't I like know it. know that there you don't are, like it, and, and I don't, don't like that. It, but and know. I guess I don't know. I just feel like I mean, we just heard the story. Of Part the of me feel I know, I know, yeah. I know, and that. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. Oh, I don't want to go off on that because yeah. we will never be done with this. <laughs> but but yeah. people somehow manage to get away with that crap, like, and you they shouldn't, and they shouldn't. And I feel like okay. Here's the other thing: like Dumbledore has kept an eye on Harry. Uh-huh. And maybe he's had other people keep an eye on Harry. We know he the, the mistake. Old, mistake, yeah, yeah. Okay. How do they let this continue? Is there not something that they can do to step in and change it just a bit? You know what I mean? They have all this magic, all this stuff. How, what's it going to hurt to make Harry not be a prisoner in his house? Being treated like a convict. I just... Yeah. I he, just have issues with it. Even Professor McGonagall in the very first book tells Dumbledore that she's observed them all day. They're the worst sort They're of mummies. Mm-hmm. And so. I, just, I just feel like like it was remiss that it wasn't, there wasn't something. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I get that we're supposed to, he's supposed to want to be at Hogwarts more than being at the Dursleys. He's supposed to feel unloved. But you can feel unloved without being treated that abuse, way yeah. without being yeah abuse I mean that's a it's abuse and so the one thing I can say for those scenes is I completely and utterly believe Harry Potter would break the rules given that he breaks the rules with the Dursleys I mean he sneaks around he, in the first book it talks about him sneaking to go get food from the fridge and all that kind of stuff 
So it's like he's already a mischievous. You know, he's within the realms of normal. Right, but it's one thing to have a tiny bedroom and not and be given everything hand me down. It's another thing to be locked up with the cold soup. Yeah, a slap through the door for food, and yeah. you get it to go to the bathroom twice a day. No, I'd be peeing on the floor right next to the door, and he'd have to clean it. They make him clean everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm I wouldn't. I'm a different. I'm a different uh, type of rebel. I go, yeah. What are you gonna do? Beat me up? It's still be there. How old is Harry at this point in the book? Well, twelve. 12. 12. He turns twelve. Well, how old are you when you go to Hogwarts? Eleven. Eleven. Your eleventh birthday. So he turns twelve at the beginning. Yeah. So eleven for first year, twelve for second year, three, thirteen for third. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So that is my biggest issue with this whole book. Is that that gets worse, and it I just. But yeah. I think that much more devastating when you know the next book he has to return to him after everything happens in the third book. Yeah. yeah, I think it's different in the movie though. They they tone it down. In oh the yeah, movie. they tone yeah. it down. There's a no lot. Cold soup. There's no flat. Yeah. Because they kind of make it comedy, like the 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 Dursleys. It's not funny in the book. Well, I know, oh. but they make it like in the in the movie kind of like comedy though, because I know, and like, I happen to love those actors. Oh yeah, they and, know, and they, say, and oh, God, they do a good job to, in the movie. Deal with the Dursley. They're, they're yeah. making like an annoyance. Yeah, because in the end, but in the book, it's so much worse. To the it's like it's like Peter's injury in the book versus Peter's injury in the movie. Okay, um, <laughs> I love how in the second movie, uh, Uncle Vernon like um, just the way the actor's expression looks when he falls out the window. Yeah, I know, I know. I love that actor. He falls in the bush. He's like um, off. It's so. I just, that's my biggest issue, is that the child abuse just gets worse. And, um, I just, yeah. Okay. So, final thoughts? Um, do you have any? I'll let you start. Well, I love the books, so I I wouldn't say read the books. But that's because I have a great, healthy obsession. (laughs) Healthy obsession. Healthy obsession. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there are people who are worse with Harry Potter. Do you guys ever hear about the guy who, after the movie started to come out, um, he like dyed his hair to look like platinum blonde, like not like Lucius Malfoy, and he actually like wanted to adopt Tom Felton, and it was, it was really weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was very like awkward. Or the girl who uh, had was wearing just a Harry Potter towel with a sign and holding up a sign that says "Nothing comes between me and Harry Potter. Potter," and it's like in New York in the middle of winter, and he was just wearing a towel. Okay. Yeah, like there are some there's some yeah. crazies out there. It's association with uh, the identity. So I think mine is a healthy obsession. Okay. You know, this is the second Harry Potter book that we've read for book club. Just throwing this out there, do we really want to keep going with the rest of the books? Or yeah, I do. You do? Because yeah. I don't know what else. But we, we need to space that out. We'll space it out. We'll space it out. Yeah, I, but I don't know what else. This, well, we, you know, other than the, the details of the other book. Well, we focus more on the details of each book. Yeah, not so much. And different characters in yeah, the book because yeah, yeah. different characters do get introduced throughout the book. Yeah, and different plot points happen in different mm. books. Mm. And some of us have disagree on what the best book is. Yeah, mm. I have a favorite that is not Maylene. And Maylene's favorite book is my least favorite book. 
<laughs> How dare you? I will fight you. No, whatever. <laughs> We've known this for years. Wands at the ready. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you. Okay. Just so, I'm just throwing that out there. Plus, I mean, we have to have be able to have a book club where we just discuss the pink lady. Yeah. She's evil. Mm. She's the best. She is the best but villain in the entire series. I, I got things. I'm sorry, Dumbledore. I mean, yeah, Voldemort. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Dumbledore. Completely. I, I'm sorry, Voldemort. You're just not. You're second best yeah, compared yeah. to. I, I had a principal similar to her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Voldemort will always be second best to everybody. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah, um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah. If you haven't read the Harry Potter books, they're worth a read. Read the books. Yes, yeah, they're, they're good. It doesn't matter whether, great, you're, whether you're 10 or, you know, eight, 90. Nine, read the books. Were 18 yeah. chapters. Yeah, the first time I ran into Harry Potter, my grandmother was reading it. All right. Yeah. So she it just, found yeah. it in a thrift store. Yeah. Okay. I will say one thing I always loved about my mom was, um, you know, because, you know, I, I was raised Christian and still am. But I got into these books at a fairly early age, and when they first started coming out, people were like, oh, you know, a lot of, like, crazy, like, far, far, you know, mm-hmm. Christians were like, oh, witchcraft, don't read those don't books. And my mom, Same instead... about Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Instead oh, of... I will say, my mom, instead of jumping on the bandwagon and saying, Maylene, don't read this book, she's like, I'm going to read the first book and see what it's about before I jump to any conclusions because, you know, and she read the book and next thing I know, my mom and my stepdad are going to midnight showings with me to the movies. <laughs> like, she didn't jump, just say, okay, well, don't read those books. She was like, hey, these are great. Yeah, she read the book, first book and was like, hey, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I want to enjoy this experience with my daughter, you know, so I will say that was one thing I will always thank my mom for, like, not just mm. assuming that a book was horrible because she heard the media was yeah. going to cause me to turn to witchcraft and, you my family jumped on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. And, um... My dad's the one who introduced me to the book. Uh, hey, I got these, I got these, I got these books uh, at Costco that was, like, there's a three-pack for the first three books. And I can't, I was, I was like, my, the, my Christmas, right at my first Christmas break, my first year of college. And I hadn't heard of them. I was busy with school. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. My dad's like, and he reads the first three books over Christmas vacation. And then we had to wait for all the other books to come out. <laughs> like, dang it! Uh, no, I, I, Harry Potter wasn't something you, you know, wasn't, wasn't uh, the, the religious thing. You weren't allowed to have it. I know. love how, like, hearing that and then knowing that your mom took us to Hog, Hogwarts and no, Universal. Mom, yeah, mom turned around. Um, but it, 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 you know, it's all the, there's actual real sales in the book and, it's like, no, there's not. Latin. That's yeah. just, that's just a lot of Latin. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> and they use Latin in some churches, just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that was my closing on Wayne. I enjoyed the books when they came out, and I read, like Bonnie said, I read the first three books aloud to my daughter. She was in college. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bonnie. Yeah. But, um, I was 18. I. I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the movies. I will be honest. I really had trouble getting myself into a frame of mind to read this book. Was it because you were so familiar with it, or 
it's it's kind of like you know I enjoyed the books I enjoyed the movies uh, I've read them more than once more than <laughs> once and so it's like I'd rather be reading something else <laughs> That's fair. You know, I would really rather be reading something else. And it just, you know. What day did you give that to me, Dave? Dave? Monday? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was Sunday. He gave Sunday. it to me Sunday. So I've had it since Sunday. I've had it for a whole week. And just started it this morning. I started it today at 10. I finished it because mm-hmm. you're a crazy fast reader. Yes, but you know, and once I got into it, I did enjoy it. But I really, I really had trouble. I was kind of in the summer getting day. into it. You know, before I know, but well, I didn't have any problems. Uh, well, because I had read it before, I'd seen the movie half a dozen times. Only half a dozen. Uh, sorry. You live with Maylene. What's wrong with you? I watch it without him. Was oh, it free okay. form with the Harry Potter weekends? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maylene, you see this movie a million? Shut up! We're watching it again. Harry <laughs> Potter weekend. <laughs> you shall yeah. not talk while the Harry Potter is on. Kind of like us in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we do that every now and again. Have a Lord of the Rings weekend. Oh, I can't do that. Uh, I can. We have the extended versions too. Yeah, yeah. we watch them back to back to back. Millie was There was a theater doing that, where it's like the extended yeah. version. Yeah, I wanted to do that. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I wanted to go, man. I was like, I couldn't do it. I could. I was just oh, I could so all that time just sitting there. Oh. It's, they started at eleven thirty, and they did the first movie extended version, and they took. Uh, 35 minute lunch break and then they start the second movie and then they took a 55 minute dinner break and then they start the third movie and it's 13 hours to do all three movies I can do that look at I oh yeah I don't know (laughs) anyway sorry Sorry, where were we Uh, final thought David final thought Um, I enjoyed the books I understand some of your guys' problems with it, but it didn't really affect me because I was I was an abused kid too. But I honestly think um, I came out stronger, mm-hmm. and I don't really dwell on the past. And yeah, it kind of sucks, but nothing you could do about it. My past is gone. That's healthy. Um, I just always have a what ifs in mind <laughs> about the about the book. Um, I recommend reading the book, watching the movie, and, and having healthy discussions like this yeah. um, as to whether the the Christian families have problems. We have. I know my aunt Sharon would be absolutely abhorred to even think about this. And the one thing, but I don't care. <laughs> the one thing I always Dude, I went to Bible college. After my first year of Bible college, I started reading Harry Potter. Yeah. Or midway through my first year, but I feel like I graduated from Bible college. I feel like, like one or the other. other. <laughs> you kind of have to take those kinds of stories though with a grain of salt. Like as far as yeah. when everyone says, "Don't read this book," okay, well, first of all, make your own decision on it. Make don't your own decision on it. Don't mm-hmm. if you don't read the book, it's let it be for your own reasons. Okay, don't let it be because of yeah. Not. Second of all, the more you tell people not to read a book, they're gonna want to read the book, so yeah. you, they know what you're talking about. Like you know, <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, down with love. Mm-hmm. Um. 
she she sells this book, and then then all the the husbands want to know what their wives are reading. So that's when the book sales double, and then all these. Um, Churches in the Bible Belt wanted to be seen burning a book, burning the book that they have a big bonfire and then they order more, and that's when the sales tripled because they wanted to be seen burning this book or whatever. That that just made me think of that. I think that's funny, and that's you know that's true. People want to just read it. So, um, well, considering that I went to the trouble to find hardbound copies of every single one of these. And waited I, for them to be released I, and all and that. For the earlier versions, and I pre-ordered all the others and, and all that. I, uh, I say read the books. They're they're who? They're really good. They're really good. They'll make you laugh. They'll make you cry. Yes. And, uh, and they'll make you angry. Apparently. Yeah, um. make you angry. <laughs> as, as all good books. As all good books should. They right. should. They should make you do and all those things. I cried. It moved me, Bob. Um. <laughs> there was a study released a while back about how kids who read Harry Potter mm-hmm. growing up, growing up um, are less racist. That's fantastic. Because yeah. they're less introduced, less ra- they're introduced to the concept of racism in this book with the mug blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like and, and, and the house elves. And yeah. yeah. Like I never really thought about that. Yeah, I, I, I always thought, um, I've always felt with these books, kids would be learning to stick up for themselves a lot yes. more. That's, that's yeah. right. I, The racism didn't even dawn on me. Mm-hmm. That no. With that, I just didn't really see it. But I do, I, I see it now, but yeah, like, I, yeah. like I'm saying, I, I felt that... that Kids would feel like they'd stand up for themselves more against bullies. And kids, they're good, they're well written. Kids read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always for that. Yeah. that. That's one reason that I know the rest of you hate it, but I will never, ever completely be, I won't ever be able to hate the Twilight books because I have students who had never read an entire book who read all four books and then started looking for more books to read. How can you prevent them from wanting to read? I'm like, I don't care if if everyone almost everyone I know says, Oh no, a real vampire story, blah blah blah. blah." I will still have so much respect, even though they're poorly written, I will still have so much respect for the fact that that it got people reading. Did you catch the um, Hermione's reading her own little uh, vampire romance novel? In the, um, <laughs> it was the, it was his his was book. Lockhart's book. Lockhart's book. Oh, Lockhart's book. Lockhart's book. Voyage of the Vampire. Voyage of the Vampire. Yeah, it was one of his books. One of the textbooks. <laughs> but I mean, I'll get she already early. read them all before school started. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like took them. Earlier, we were talking about like why you know I was talking about why I love Harry Potter. Because Dave was talking, it taught me how to kind of stand up for myself. It taught me that just because, like, it doesn't matter if you're this, you know, skinny little orphan boy or if you're like me growing up, I can't get into gain weight, lose weight, gain, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't matter if you're someone like me or someone like Carrie, you always, like, find your place somehow, even right. if it's not where you expected to find your place. Mm-hmm. Kind of it's a coming of age book. Yeah. It's a really good one, too. And that's why yeah. I love, I think, uh, that's why for me particularly. And not just for Harry, you get to see the other characters grow up. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Harry's the main character, but you get to see Ron grow up, you get to see Hermione grow up, you get to see Neville grow up. Mm-hmm. And I, I would argue that there are... Um, Neville's one of my favorite characters in the whole series. There are just so many lessons you could glean off. I love Neville. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to meet J.K. Rowling. Yeah, we did. 
never signed my book or something. Right? Can you sign my favorite one? <laughs> my favorite one. My favorite of the Harry Potter books, number five. I know that I don't like number five, but I love number five. Number three. Um. Alright. Uh. Who's trying to draw? Wayne. Wayne. Okay, sure. I don't know. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. I think I do last time, I think. I just don't like people drawing two months in a row. Oh, Justin? Do you draw last time? No, I draw two books. What is it? It is the uh, Prosto Plus. (laughs) Here's Anthony. Here's Anthony. Space Dentist book. Oh, we're going to have to go looking for copies. Um, yeah. What is it? It's I will, pa- I will pass yeah, the paper pass around. Okay, so say it again. So P-R-O-S-T-H-O. Prosto Plus. Plus. It's Who put that de- in there? I did. I've read it twice. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's probably my favorite Piers Anthony book, hands down. It's a standalone. It's not a series. It's just it's a dentist from Earth. Ends up going. I forget if it, he answers an ad or what it is. Anyway, he ends up getting hired as a dentist in outer space, and he travels to different planets doing dentistry. He on different. Initially, I think he gets kidnapped by aliens. I, I think he is. does. Maybe that is. Maybe he does get he kidnapped, gets kidnapped by aliens because he's a dentist. But anyway, they need a dentist. He's so he. Hopefully, he's not played by Steve Martin. There's no movie, as far as I know. So not yet. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, it should be. Yeah. It's a really it was book. it was funny. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. So proto it seems like it's pro, pro, your book, his book, your book. His this book. last book was Lewis's. No, it wasn't. It was yours. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was Lewis's. Let's call him up and ask him. I'll bet you it was yours. I didn't put any of the Harry Potter books in. Maylene is here. Why would I bother? They're her favorite <laughs> series in the world. <laughs> so, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, next month we'll be reading uh, Proso Plus by Pierce and Anthony. If we can pronounce it. So there you have it. That was um, Harry Potter and the uh, Chamber of Secrets. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, please like, subscribe, comment. I love to hear from you guys. We'll be reading comments at the end of uh, you know episodes when they start coming in. If they start coming in, you know I got the downloads. I know somebody's listening. Um, but uh, thank you uh, once again. If you'd like to support what we do here, uh, Patreon.com/slash Destiny Comics. You can always go to Facebook.com/slash Bookies uh, Podcast. And um, we post there pretty regularly. We also post book-related material from time to time. You know, love to hear from you guys. Love to, you know, it's it's a fun uh, little uh, corner of the Internet where right now the Internet's not necessarily the most fun place. Um, So thank you. Um, Next month or next week, we will be discussing Proto Plus. This is a book that when Bonnie first told me about it, I couldn't wait to read it because the concept was batshit crazy. And the book holds up. The book is hilarious. The book is fun. Normally, I'm the guy who doesn't 
want to see movies turn from books because more often than not the movies screw it up but this needs to be turned into a movie it really does i can see almost everything and and this was an incredibly fun read so next week uh proto plus uh you know like subscribe and uh, have a great day